up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe. I'm the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today, I came across a really interesting article that talks about the potential for humans being brought to this planet and evolving since then. And I think when it comes to us thinking about human evolution and humans just in general, you know, living on this planet, there's a lot of questions that we have. Um, did we evolve from here? Did we evolve from another species that lived on Mars and potentially came here? Were we created by the greys or some other species, genetic farmer race, and brought here? Um, and we have a, a couple of really interesting points um, that are brought up by Dr. Ellis Silver in this article. Um, it's on ufoinsight.com and let me give credit. Uh, it was written by Marcus Louth back in 2018. Uh, the title is human origins on earth and the, the prison planet theory. Um, but what Dr. Ellis brings up is some really interesting points about how human beings don't really even make sense to live on the planet. And, and what I mean by that is there's some points. One of the points revolves around the fact that we are one of the only species that stands upright and we have a high center of gravity. Most other species on this planet have a low center of gravity and are almost all on all fours. Um, even the, the other primates have a lower center of gravity. If you look at like, you know, silverbacked uh, gorillas, if you look at chimpanzees, if you look at orangutans, they all have a low center of gravity. The other point is, you know, when it comes to like the missing link in us evolving possibly from primates is we don't have the missing link yet, despite what people might say. And even if we did have the missing link, why would we evolve to not have a full body of hair when we clearly need a full body of hair on this planet to stay warm without clothes? We need clothes to stay warm. There's no other species on this planet that wears clothes. <laughs> there's no other planet, uh, species on the planet that doesn't have what they need to come into the into this world and survive in their natural environment we don't have what we need to survive in our natural environment yeah we can make fire yes we can make loincloths yes we can make clothes now but originally i mean it was down to the loincloth factor and down to like you know cutting open a bear and using the bear as bare skin as your your clothes you know what i mean so it's almost like we got dropped off here and left to fend for ourselves and left to see what what we could do you know for our society and 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 see if we could even survive this harsh environment without the tools that we really needed it's almost like we forgot who we are and where we even came from and a lot of that ties into near-death experiences because in near-death experiences we're all told that we got put a veil over our memory to come into this world, to live into this world and, and, and live through, you know, some trials and tribulations and, and, and learn, right. And learn while we're here. So is it that aliens put a, a veil over us or is it that we put a veil over ourselves? Many near death experiences state that we put a veil over ourselves so that we could learn over our memories. Right. But it, while we're here in this physical form, our own species doesn't know where we came from as well. So it's almost like there's a double veil, right? We have the spiritual veil where we can't remember our past lives. 
we also have this physical veil where we don't even really know where we came from or how we evolved or how we came to be um, physically, right? We have this physical body. We have some understanding of it, but we don't know exactly how we came to be. Uh, one of the other main points that Dr. Ellis uh, came out with um, is that uh, humans have specific chronic back syndrome uh, pain. It's suffered by millions around the world, and it's a testament to humans' disjointed relationship with the planet. Um, it's an indicator that the gravity on our real home planet was much lower than on Earth, meaning it allowed us to grow taller, right? This higher gravity here is the cause of back pain due to the relative tallness of humans, which results on a strain on the back and ultimately leads to chronic back pain. So, you know, that's, that's really interesting. We're kind of out of sync with Earth. Silver also looks at human offspring, specifically childbirth, where the woman is in great pain and distress in part due to the oversized nature of the baby's head. Before the era of modern medicine, uh, many women in, in childbirth would die horrifically. And Silver states that there's no, no other truly native species on this planet that has this problem. That's interesting, right? I mean, you think about, like, dogs. They have, like, seven dogs in a litter. You know, cats, same thing. You know, it's like they can have multiple babies and not die during childbirth, and they just lick it off. All right? Not to be gross, but, I mean, they kind of just, you know, brush it off. And, uh, and they're fine. But we still have that problem where we have this humongous head that, uh, doesn't doesn't really fit through the canal and, and some doctors had to use forceps some kids you know they're th when kids come out their heads are malleable right they're they're man uh, they can be manipulated their their bones in the skull are not strong yet so they can make it through the canal um, and they come out with kind of like misshapen heads for a little while sometimes uh, until it kind of bounces back um, he also uh, Ellis brings up another interesting point that the vast majority of humans uh, on this planet um, are completely were completely helpless for years. They followed basic strength development and learned skills, and, and we're still multiple years away from anything close to maturity. Um, it's almost as if the human gestation period is much shorter than it should be, unless, of course, some kind of genetic alteration with an entirely different breed of hominid occurred, which is kind of what they're alluding to here, is that we might have been blended with another species of hominid, and that's why we have these huge heads that don't seem to make it out of the canal, um, cause a lot of problems there. We also have problems with the back pain, and, and the center, our center of gravity is different than almost every other species, um, and also humans' reaction to sunlight. The very thing that we need to sustain life is out of sync with most other animals on this planet. Many, for example, can have exposure to the sun all day, every day, for a long periods of time. But not for humans, that's not the case. Not only would we burn in the sun in a matter of hours, but long-term exposure would result in skin cancer. Uh, and furthermore, we squint our eyes in the sun. Again, something that appears to be unique to humans. Um... You know, that's what this article states. I mean, you know, if you bring your dog outside, you know, I, I've had dogs that'll squint in the sun. Um, but cats, you know, they seem to be okay. 
Uh, a lot of other animals, they seem to be okay. Maybe, maybe they've adjusted to it. You know, being out in the wild and maybe we've been do domesticated. I don't know, you know, I don't know the answer to that. But I, I did always find it kind of strange that the sun was so dang bright and we haven't adjusted to it yet. Despite being here for like thousands and thousands of years, right? And mil or maybe millions, who knows, right? Um, so I always think about like Clint Eastwood, you know, how he's got the squint, right? And he was always in those Wild West movies and how those Wild West people must have been squinting all the time because clearly they didn't have sunglasses manufactured in China shipped over to America, right? Not yet anyway. And so those guys must have been squinting all the time. But for Clint Eastwood, you know, it's a good look for him. He's he's deemed, you know, handsome. And he that handsomeness is because of a specific physical reason because of his the way his face looks and his face is able to to withstand that wild west you know it, it can withstand sand being strewn about the air it can withstand being out in the sun his squinty you know kind of you know the way he squints his eyes he can he could be out in the sun probably longer than than most folks you know what i mean um and so you know it's a very attractive feature for him he he's very handsome with that um you know so i think that's something to to think about is is how we develop you know to meet our atmosphere to meet our environment um so silver also believes that the root of many of these problems is that our body clock is also naturally designed to work on a 25 hour clock as opposed to a 24 hour clock um so again this is another reason why we're at odds with this environment um, so, you know, the question is, why are we so different? There's no question that humans are far advanced as opposed to other animals on the planet. And she talks about how, uh, it might be due to an extra 223 genes in the human genetic makeup compared with other earth creatures. I find that fascinating because, you know, you would think if we all evolved from the ocean, right? And then we all evolved onto land that maybe we would have the same amount of genes, but apparently that's not the case. And maybe these extra 223 genes are exactly what the genetic farmer races have been manipulating. Um, sometimes they talk about them as junk DNA. Where did they come from? What do they do? Do they even do anything? And <clears throat> then they talk about, um, you know, why don't bears and dolphins and elephants and whatever other animal you choose invent, create, philosophize, or document their collective past. They state, while all of those questions might sound trite and even ridiculous, the fact is, if evolution were entirely responsible for humanity and its development as it was for other living things on Earth, then you would expect at least one other animal to have evolved in a similar way to us. However, they have not. Not one. Animals live today without much interference from humans, uh, pretty much as they did thousands, if not millions of years ago. For humans, that isn't the case at all. You know, it, look at how much we've changed in a hundred years. We went from barely driving cars to flying to the moon to having the internet. Um, the other physical differences are, is that, um, you know, look at the way we cook our food, the fact that Generally speaking, there's a dislike for raw, naturally grown fruit foods that separate us from other animals. 
going back to our lack of body or fur for a moment, if evolution was responsible for our development, then we would still have hair all over our body. However, as soon as we lost all of our body hair, did we start to wear clothing for warmth? See, it's it's interesting. It's it's like we still needed the warmth, yet our our bodies shed it all. You know, if we actually were, you know, part of, you know, the previous Homo sapiens, you know, they had full hair. You know, they had a lot of hair covering their body. Why don't we have a coat of hair to keep us warm? We don't. So, <coughs> it's, you know, it, it's always that argument. You know, did we evolve or were we, were we put here? A lot of people have talked about engaging with aliens during abductions and they've been told that for thousands and thousands of years, tens of thousands of years, they've been coming here to genetically modify us, genetically, you know, change us and update, basically give us an update, you know, like a computer update. Um, and even in this article, they reference that Mars remote viewing session where they engage with a tall race of people that live in pyramids and they had to leave their planet due to a dying atmosphere. And some managed to leave in huge ships and some, and in this article, they state they apparently landed on earth almost a million years ago. So is that us? You know, is that us? Are the ancient cave paintings that depict alien entities, are those us? You know, are those, is it, is it other aliens that, you know, came to watch us as we developed on this planet? And we forgot who we were. See, the thing is, with, with in regard to coming from Mars, right, for a moment, let's just talk about that. Why is it that we don't have any of the history documented? You know, we should have history if we've been here for a million years. We should have it documented in some way. Some people have said that, you know, if you follow the Bible, that there was like the Tower of Babel. And then, you know, we all started speaking different languages Whereas before, we were all speaking one language and our history was documented and that kind of thing. I don't know if that's true, but it's it's interesting to think about. You know, I mean, it really is. Because if we don't have our history documented, that means we don't know where where we came from, who we are, or where we're going. It's a lot of information that we need to, to move forward. And we simply don't have, so why is it that we don't have it? That's, that's what I think a lot of people get frustrated about, is that, We'd like to know where we're supposed to go. We'd like to know what our mission is. We'd like to have that information so that we can make uh, important judgment calls on where we're going to go and what we need to do. But instead, you know, they bring up the point that this could be like a cosmic prison planet, and that uh, a lot of our a lot of our mishaps and misgivings are because we got thrown into this planet, you know, as outcasts. You know, so. There's a lot to talk about, you know, I think maybe I'll talk about that in another podcast, but, but what do you think about, you know, this evolution that some people say we, we've had? Do you think we evolved from, you know, previous hominids or uh, primates? Uh, you know, what is your, what is your uh, answer for one or the other, right? If we don't have all the hair and we can't find the missing link and we seem to be genetically different on a scientific level could we have actually evolved uh from primates if we did how come those other primates didn't evolve with us
It's a valid question. So, anyway, I'll let you, I'll leave you guys with that. I know you guys are busy with your lives, and I want to keep these short so you guys can uh, consume them and see them if, see if they make sense. And I don't like to do hour-long podcasts because they're just really long, and I don't think you guys have enough time for those. I think some a lot of people want short, sweet, concise podcasts, so that's what I try to do. Um, and uh, I'll talk about another topic next time. So hopefully you guys are doing well. Taking care of yourselves, staying positive, staying healthy, taking care of yourselves physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, doing what you can, starting to get nicer out, go for a walk, go enjoy nature, um, follow up on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, whatever those are, because sometimes we, we neglect them and then we kind of get into a depression. We want to, want to make sure that we avoid that. So pick up your hobbies again, even if it's hard to do, even if it, you got to push yourself to do it, try to do that. Um, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. Maybe you like to take photographs of, of space. Maybe you like to take photographs of nature. Maybe you like to just be outside. The more you are outside, especially at night, the more we're going to be able to see anything going on in the sky. So keep your eyes open. Until next time, guys, take care and Lockdown Universe out.